Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And it's Monday, the 18th uh, of September. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm Steve Schultz, founder, along with my wife of Elijah Streams and the Elijah List. We're in year 26 of bringing you the voice of the prophets. We're going to dispense with the uh, commercial that we often, one of the spots on the wells, because we've got a limited time with Johnny Endo. I want to run you one quick uh, 30 second spot that you've never seen about the the hats and the t-shirts that we have that say don't comply with the lie. So here's that 30 second spot. You'll like this. Elijah Streams is excited to announce the launch of our new Don't Comply With The Lie hats and t-shirts. These are in a new custom design you won't see anywhere else. Take a stand to defend your rights. Wear it loud and proud. Now in stock on our online store at ElijahShopper.com. That's ElijahShopper.com. Get yours today. Isn't that great? Great great t-shirt, great hat. And thank you, Emily, for putting that together. And throughout this broadcast, they'll be putting that link in the chat. They have a slightly more direct link than even the one she gave on the air. So uh, get those before they run out. We just got one order in, and you might want to get those right away. So, all right, time to bring in Johnny Endo Unfiltered. Here we go. 1349 hours, declaring it a riot. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. Never get tired of that. The awakening is for your children, Johnny. So, hey, welcome to the broadcast, Johnny. Now, I, you and I didn't even get a chance to, I didn't even ask you, what are you going to cover today? So, and I know you have limited time, Johnny. So I'm going to just throw this to you. And I'm, I'm as a captive audience as everybody else, they find out what you've got for us today. Well, thank you, Steve. And yeah, I love the uh, don't comply with the lies. Um, that's, that's some good merch to get. Yeah. So a couple of things. Um I was just been kind of waiting till the last moment on the Holy Spirit, which one I do first. But I'm going to do first the um, um, on the U.S. Open and Novak Djokovic winning his 24th. Okay, uh, this is golf, right? This is no, this is tennis. This is tennis. Oh, tennis. Okay, so what? All right, what is the golf called? What is it? It's well, they have. I think they have. uh, I think they have a U.S. Open as well. That's where I was confused. I think so. Okay, back to back to tennis. Okay, but first, I, I did make a note to myself. I had to make a, a, a slight correction um, from something I said last week. I mentioned okay. that Joseph, um, the father of Jesus, was through through whom Jesus got his uh, root of David backing, that he was the one that's from the tribe of Judah, and that I mentioned that Mary was from, um, and I, I think I said, from the tribe of Benjamin. And that was not correct, that part. So it's good. There's a couple of you out there paying attention and, and new to uh, challenge me um, on that. So, so what, what is the correct one? What's the correction? Okay. Then? So here's the correction. First of all, tribal association was through the father. So that was the, really the main point. And then I was trying to cram in some information. I just got it mixed up. And so um, the tribal, as opposed to Israel today, I think still is through the mother, um, you know, in order to uh, obtain legitimacy. So in, the blood, blood is through the mother and the tribe is through the father. No, the, the blood, 
I, it's the same thing. The legitimacy was through the father in, okay. in, Bible, in Bible times. This is the main thing I'm trying to say. It's different okay. now, but in Bible times it was. Okay. So it was um, that Jesus was considered and why he would be son of David and everything else and why they would go to Bethlehem when they're doing the census. Okay. It had to do with Joseph. It didn't okay. have to do with Mary. So the main point I was trying to make, I was correct on. I just um, um, said, I think what I said, well, somebody said I said that, so I'm sure they're right, and I sort of remember it, that Mary, um, that I said Mary was of the tribe of Benjamin. It's it's not true. Um, um, the other tribal consideration in there was the tribe of Levi. We know because mm-hmm. um, Elizabeth was her cousin, and they came from, um, they were a Levite tribe. And so it, um, Mary's, this is, no spiritual message out of this at all. This is just to get a fact correct real quick. Yeah. So her mother was um, um, uh, Le- Levitical from the tribe of Levi, not Benjamin. And then her father was from the tribe of Judah. So there is a double Judah, but the point still was that it's through his father. Um, like if Joseph hadn't been um, from the tribe, like if Joseph would have been from the tribe of Issachar, say, even though Mary did did bring the tribal line of Judah, it, it would seem like he would not have been considered, he would not have been called son of David, uh, um, root of David. Jesus would not have been called that because the father had to. So even in the picking of Joseph, there was a a, a big deal there. It's yeah. Mary Magdalene that's probably from the tribe of uh, Benjamin. So just for those who, you know, it really upsets you that we didn't consider or see that Mary, Mary. You know, that's that. interesting. I never thought about that because I had heard about it being reckoned from both sides. I've heard about that for years, but it never occurred to me that if, if Joseph had not obeyed the, the angel and to take uh, Mary as his wife, the root of Jesse, the tribe, you know, you know, from the, he wouldn't have gone to the city of David, where is born Christ our Lord. That wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been sent there. He might've been sent to some other, Right, because that's even the, the truth with Mary herself, that her, her mother um, is was from Levi. And so her father was, so if, if the woman was bringing it down, it would have been, Mary would have been Levitical um, or Levite and, and from the tribe. But her father was from Judah. And so based on that, she was also considered Judah. Mm-hmm. So there's a double Judah that comes out. But yeah. even for those who are like, no, she's from Judah. Well, the reason she's from Judah is because the father's lineage is what's brought down in biblical times. And that's why it was important for Joseph to be the one that brought that that lineage. Anyway, yeah. it's, 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 the whole thing is uh, interesting, interesting as well. So here's, you know, sometimes there's so many things that 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 go on in, in the sports world where the Lord is speaking to me. And again, uh, as I will, will share from time to time, you know, Jesus, the Lord will speak through anything. He says the rocks will cry out. If you don't properly honor me and praise me, if you don't get my narrative out there, I'll have it played out uh, somewhere there. So there's just something uh, really interesting that happened. The U S open is considered it's a, it's a tennis tournament. And it's one of the four big ones. There's Wimbledon, the Australian Open, the French Open, and the U.S. Open. This one's in New York City every year uh, at the same time. It's what takes place there. And they're considered the Grand Slam. There's four of these tournaments. The four didn't show up there. Four, four of these tournaments. So they're called Grand Slam tournaments. So whoever wins them 
it's a big deal because yeah. there's there's four big ones a year. So, and it, the timing of it was just right at mm. Rosh, Rosh Hashanah as mm. well. And so the big story was Novak Djokovic, who is, uh, he's Serbian by, by birth, and he's ranked number one in the world. And based on his statistics, he has to be considered the, the all-time best player ever. Really? And, um, and so, but what's been uh, the delay, and this happened both in the, in the ladies' side of, of uh, tennis as well as the male side of tennis, is could somebody break or tie the record of Margaret Court? Mm. Margaret Court is an Australian tennis star. She was. She's uh, actually a, a Pentecostal charismatic pastor Whoa. of a fairly large church right now. Nice. And so they don't, they don't like her name. Um, we'll say the woke media and the woke world does not like her name being out there as the all-time winner. She has 24 Grand Slam um, championships. That means when she was playing tennis, these big events, she won 24 of them, and nobody's ever been able to tie it. And so she's what, of the, in the 90s or the 80s or from – do you happen to know? Well, it, it covered more than one decade. I think it's more um, 60s, 70s. Okay. okay. It may have gone into the 80s. I'm not quite quite sure okay. about that. But so remember her name, Margaret Court. And so there was, you know, Serena Williams. Um, she, she I, I don't know if she's finally retired or not, but it looked like for sure she was going to get to 24 but she got 23 Grand Slam titles and she just couldn't get the 24. Oh, wow. And then even Novak Djokovic, um, two years ago, he was playing this very tournament and he was, uh, he was expected to, to get the 24th. He didn't, he, he lost actually in straight sets to the same guy. He just beat Daniil Medvedev. Oh, really? So this kind of, uh, for the second time in three years, the same two guys in the finals. And so, but it was a big deal because he won finally the 24th and, um, and with that um, established himself even in a further way as the greatest of all time. And he's also the oldest, um, the oldest champion, uh, I think since 1968, because he's 36 years old and, and he's beating all the, you Hmm. know, He's beating the 20, the 25, 26, 25. Wow, that's a big deal. Especially yeah. at, that, at that age. I mean, it's not, and everything else is not so old, but in tennis, in all sports, really, it's getting up there. So here's, Steve, here's what's been the big controversy during the last two or three years. He should have already had won the 24th Grand Slam, um, but he would not bow or bend to the vaccination. He would not get it. And so he got banned from Australia, banned from, he didn't get to play, I think, Wimbledon, Australia, uh, uh, U.S. Open. So he didn't even get to play in most of those tournaments in the last, um, there was one in like French Open, I think, allowed him to, uh, allowed him to play, even though they wouldn't in Australia. And not only that, he was vilified. Mm. Um, vilified by his peers, vilified by the media. Why won't he do it? He's sending a bag saying he's endangering the players. Of course, you know, it's a whole different reality that they're they're facing now. But it's interesting because, um, you know, there was even a little play on word. His name is Novak, N-O-V-A-K, but Novak, like Novak, Novaks. Oh, Novaks. Oh, what do you know? That was perfect. So Perfect. 
Yeah, it's perfect. Um, the name the name is perfect. So here's the message. We want to just extract quickly the message for us. There's a messaging the Lord's giving us through Him winning. One, the one who didn't bow, the one who didn't compromise, the one who and his whole thing is he's known. The reason he's still playing so good at 36 is he has the best care of his body. He found out several years ago that he was gluten intolerant, so he went on a uh, you know, special diet to take that into consideration. And he's just in shape and, you know, live. Uh, he's not a, I mean, he's six two, but he's just thin. And uh, I don't know about how thin, but he's just, you know, he's, he's just kept. Slender, kept whatever the word would be. And yeah. because he cares about his body so much, he did the research and he wasn't, again, that's all it would have required for everybody else in, in, in sports is like, they kept telling you that's the science. And so it's like, actually look at the data, actually look at what, especially now, because they're trying to, you know, rebring this, bring, rebring this thing. Mm-hmm. But um, so here, here's, here's the messaging um, <clears throat> for us. And, and uh, we, we put these things, we put these things together. Number 24 is an important number. And so that's the number that everybody's been trying for, for it's at least five years between the women's side and the men's side. It's like, who's going to finally tie Margaret Court, who's going to get her 24 so she, she stops being in the news uh, as being who they're trying to beat. Of course, all they're doing now, even with what he just did, is tie her. Um, and so her name's not going to be uh, out of it uh, for for a while still. But um, so there's 24 elders around the throne. Okay. So it's a number of, of, of government. They have 24 crowns that they would they would cast down. And um, uh, here you were speaking about when she won it. Well, she won her 24th crown in 1973. Okay. Exactly. You're right. I graduated from high school, which is okay. 50 years ago. So, yeah. So there's a 50 year, there's a Jubilee. So yeah. again, this is part of the announcement of us going into this Rosh Hashanah, this new year where you're hearing from other uh, prophetic voices. I mentioned it briefly that, you know, the, the 57, the 84 has to do with doors and gates. And so there's different prophetic words that have come out about, the doors and the gates. And I was talking about, um, you know, the roar of revelation uh, for the Davids and that's entering into a new gate, understand something new is taking place. And so um, we, ha- we have this focus on the 50 year time, because it's exactly 50 years later that somebody finally ties that. And, and so it's speaking into another uh, a Jubilee. Again, we're going into the God messaging taking place here. And um, just the the person he beat, Daniel, he's a Russian, Daniel Medvedev. And of course, that's Daniel. And um, and so uh, we're going to have this thing of Daniel. We've been speaking out of Daniel and there's Daniel seven. And we talked about how the court was seated and there was a mm-hmm. ruling on behalf of the saints. But it happened and uh, to save time. I'm not going into it. Y'all remember, we've hit it so many times and the court was seated. So when the court seats, it's because there is a ruling on behalf of the saints. And so court, Margaret Court, just got seated. She's no longer standing as number one. She's seated. So the court is seated. Margaret Court seated. Wow, Margaret Court on the tennis court became the 24th one to win on that court. And now we're talking about the court. Okay, I got it. You see how that, that, yeah. that you have to love this stuff. Yeah. And so it's announcing that we're going into this, uh, um, that something just took place 
And um, the 24, again, the 24 elders, 24 uh, is a number of, of government. And, and um, there is uh, uh, Psalm 24, and you all know it's well known, the king of, it's really it's titled the king of glory in his kingdom. And it will, you know, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of the world and all those who dwell in it. He has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? You know, that's a very well-known yeah, uh, chapter. And then it gets uh, verse 7. We'll, we'll, we'll read from verse 7. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors. Remember? Doors and gates are what this new year, this Rosh Hashanah, we're kicking into uh, at this time. And the king of glory will come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. So we, mm. we think, okay, he's coming in with glory, but how, what what is his denotation? What are, what are they emphasizing? He's the Lord strong, mighty, the Lord strong, mighty in battle. So this mm. is how he's coming in at this time. And so the... the uh, the U.S. Open is announcing that. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift up you everlasting doors. And the king of glory will come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. So remember, I was telling you, this is in New York City, but it's called the U.S. Open. So when it says, when it's talking about you everlasting doors, and you gates, it's saying open. And the Lord's saying, the U.S. is open. Wow. And so the 24 goes with the Psalm 24. Wow. And it goes with this ruling that's taken place from the throne room. The court has been seated, and there is a ruling on behalf of the saints. And so Daniel Medvedev, who's been in the finals with uh, Novak Djokovic two of the last three years, his name is important as well, because Daniel is the one who spoke about the court has been seated. Mm. And so then you have, um, even in his name, Medvedev, there's several things to get, just the med, M-E-D, the first three letters of his last name, whether that's media, where it's about the medical and mm. how these things have been huge today. But Medvedev itself, it's a Russian word, means bear, especially Medved. So, uh, bear. And so if we go back to Daniel, because his name is Daniel, Daniel, uh, Daniel, and this is what we're talking about. If there was the image that Nebuchadnezzar saw that we talked about, that was, there was four aspects of it, four animals it described. And the second one was a bear. And the interpretation of the bear was that was the Mede Persian empire coming in. And that was led by Cyrus. So the bear means Cyrus. Um, as oh, a really? Okay. So if you go into Daniel, there was the four animals that were there, uh, the leopard and, and the other ones. But the second one was, that would so be- a, a bunch of people have always said, oh, the bear, that's Russia and that sort of thing. But you're saying, no, the bear, if you follow it through, refers to Cyrus. Well, it can mean in some other type of purpose or setting, I suppose. Yeah. But for this messaging, um, um, okay. it's- because Daniel, his first name's Daniel. Yeah. So Daniel Medved, the Daniel bear. That's why we're, we're making the emphasis. What was Daniel's bear? If you go to the book of Daniel, the bear was Cyrus. Mm. Cyrus was the bear that came down and took out Babylon. So it's speaking again to that's where we're at. So okay. the timing of it, the U.S. Open, Rosh Hashanah, there is a ruling been made. 
the court has been seated because there is something else. Novak, uh, the one who won't bow to the vaccination, which people, you, everybody just needs to understand that this is the primary tool. They have many They're for depopulation. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. The uh, New World Order, Illuminati, um, Cabal, whatever you want to call them, the evil ones who think they control the world, um, they're the ones that have, they've devised this plan from, it, it seems to be well over 100 years ago with the usage of vaccines and they're just now being exposed and caught in that. So it had to be the one that wouldn't bow to to that that's able to to win. So let me just look real quick on the rest of my notes here because there's um, so much um, the God messaging here. For me, it's it's super yeah, exciting because it, 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 it puts everything right, right, right where it's going. So that was Rosh Hashanah. I'm just going to kind of restate real quick because I know people are like, oh, I wish I saw this on the chart. Yeah, you can, you know, rewind to this little little part and and hear it there novak djokovic just won his 24th grand slam title establishing him as the greatest tennis player so can you be clear because we've heard that all these numbers a lot now are you saying that by that he now superseded the last record of because i didn't know if he had to win 25 to do that or 24 gets him at the greatest the most uh, even on the male side, the the number two guy is Rafael Nadal has twenty two, so he's okay. already he's already passed him. But even male, female, even if you put them both, yeah. So they're like, okay, because in in a certain way, yeah, he had already gone number one on the male side. But it's not like, well, he'll even champion. Let's see if he can even take on the total of the female side. Yeah, that's uh, good. Which is which is twenty four, but the twenty four. But again, the court and there's this. I, just when it's all in there, the Daniel, the court, the 24 and and Rosh Hashanah all coming in together. And, you it, know, you keep you you glass past this one. But the whole thing is that this all happened in the tennis court. This is the court that are being represented here. The courts of heaven. Um, so you go with that. And it happens to be exactly 50 years from when Margaret Court set the previous and so 1973 there's a lot of importance we've talked other times about that and even psalm 73 but whatever 50 years it's hitting we keep getting re-hit with this jubilee 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 um debt cancellation and other things yeah into and so that's that's and it's all about open gates that's why 24 psalm 24 open your gates open your doors the king of glory is coming in but the king of glory is not just coming to shower glory into the churches and temples on Sunday mornings, he is the Lord mighty in battle. He knows we're at war in a major way. There's a major battle raging. And so the Lord is coming in in that kind of way. And he's coming in strong um, on behalf of those who don't bow to what the enemy is trying to impose. And so in every every kind of way, that's who knows. Well, and can I, so... Because, you know, on the different patriot sites that I'm on and listen to and follow, and then the prophetic sites, the, the most common thread as far as frustration is, when is God going to finally step in and do something, right? Or or when is Trump going to do? They'll say all of these things, and you're saying this, 
using glory, you said this isn't about just having glory. So you say, oh, the service was more glorious. This is about glorious God, mighty in battle. In other words, are you you're saying God's telegraphing this thing's going into full blown battle? I mean, is that that's kind of what I'm hearing? Well, that's that is it. That's that's it. Um, and again, it's just uh, kind of the obviousness of it when you hit all the all the figures. You get yeah. hitting the twenty four, the U.S. Open. And, and again, I really do believe there's something, there's no doubt that there is going to be an attempt or there is an attempt to shut down the nation again Yeah, with the vaccines, but the Lord's like, you want the U S stay open? No vac. Um, there's an instruction as well. So it's, it's, it's a prophetic, uh, instruction as well as a prophetic decree. I believe that's that good. that's the way we stay uh, open and we concentrate on what the Lord is doing. It goes with really I have one scripture that we're going to expound upon and part of expounding will bounce off some other scriptures, but there's one simple verse that we're going to go into. They're highly connected and related um, to what we just shared on, on the U S open, but those always have a, a good number of people like I'm ready for the next uh, sports one because it allows them to do the digging. There's something, the purity of the sports thing is when the story tells itself and sells itself, and it's it's not contrived because you can. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's contrived once you do something like so, you know, 52 minus 18 plus 11 is so like that's yeah. a contrived thing. It, yeah, the, the number contrived. needs to like the number. And it the has name, to work on its own without trying to add and subtract, multiply and divide, you know, all this. stuff. That, yeah. That's my my perspective. Yeah. Like if somebody gets encouraged out of doing all the subtracting, multiplying, something like, OK, I go. this is the 24th. And not only that, if you know the history of it. This has been the attention of the tennis world for at least five years is who's going to get to 24. And why is 24 a big deal? Because Margaret Court is the one that's uh, that's there. So it's a governmental name. She has 24 is a governmental number. And then it just happened right at Rosh Hashanah and the U.S. Open and the Novak. And he's known for being that way. He's he's bold. They, They consider, you know, they call him the controversial Novak. He's, he's really, I don't know what his spiritual life is, but he's a delightful family loving um, guy. I've cheered for him just because I'm like, I cannot yeah. believe he hasn't just exploded with um, with the way he has been railroaded his career. And so he just was patient. They didn't let him play. He couldn't play for over a year uh, anywhere. And so he, he just stayed in shape because that's really hard to stay in shape near 35 and do all that. So there's something about uh, persevering in the midst of that. So here's the scripture, uh, Steve, is Matthew uh, 10 and verse 16. And we're going to find out this verse has just so much more than imagined as we go into the little bits and pieces of it. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. You know, this is not long after he has started ministry and he started with them. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Now, you know, the terminology wolf among sheep is what's the common terminology. Mm -hmm. And he kind of, there's a turning around of that. I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. And there's a real clear lesson. This is really, this is a a, a, a clarion call for us as we're going to get into understanding exactly what he's saying. This is something he's saying to us right now. It goes into 
something you just addressed as well, Steve, when you said people are saying, when, when, when is, mm-hmm. when is the military coming in? Will is Trump coming in? When is yeah. God coming in? Um, and we're acknowledging that things are um, out of whack, out of order. We've, we've had so much exposure. We realize we're under incredible assault. We hear the, to the degree you pay attention, they're trying to throw out another, um, you know, it's announced as something that just started in India. Um, there's something else in Canada, some sort of um, virus or sickness or uh, E. coli. Um, and so we know there's going, there, there seems to be just a relentless end to try to take away our freedom, try to come back with this vaccination idea. You can see even how the CDC and the WHO, WHO are positioning themselves. And so there is like, we're just uh, done with it. It just makes everything uh, remain, um, uh, you know, feel, feel like we're under assault. Like it's just not safe to live. And yeah. you go, you know, I, I know I spoke uh, what, a, a month ago on the AI and that the Lord ultimately will use it. And there's, you know, some could think, well, mm-hmm. you haven't heard what, how dastardly the AI can be. And, you know, it seems like it'll take a miracle for there not to be some serious damage done with the AI capabilities that are out there. And how, you know, if if you activated human robotic army under AI to wipe out, that's a whole nother way of killing could take place. If you look at what the could-be's over and over and over mm. it's like man we're in dangerous times and and the things that are that they're trying to the, the maui like they're they're shooting energy directed weapons at us they are um sending bioweapons after us we're under rumors and thoughts of war and mm. so and then uh i won't even go in case in case some people haven't heard i don't want to add to the fear the fear mongering that's out there's some other things that they're trying to do but if to the degree you you get into uh looking at what the enemy is doing it's like oh my goodness this is terrible so why is this scripture then um encouraging for us behold i send you out a sheep in the midst of wolves so I want to remind everyone that as dangerous as the times seem now that in jesus day when he's telling the disciples that he is he is letting them know, listen, I know I'm not sending you into a safe environment. I know there's um, there's great danger. There's evil. And I'm sending you out fully knowing that because there's something about us. We're trying to neutralize the atmosphere of danger that's around us. And I, of course, encourage us to continue to rise and shine. The pain is for the awakening, awakened for our children, you know, awakened to, mm-hmm. to do something, to stand up for something. Uh, if, if you can't do it for yourself, you think of the next generation, the generation after that. So that yeah. that is that is good. But here's the deal. We're going to kind of go through um, um, a couple of words here, a little word study on it. But we want to recognize, first of all, that Jesus is one that, uh, you know, he used the terminology shepherd and wolves um, throughout his his ministry. Uh, it will tell us, first of all, in Matthew chapter 9 and verse uh, 36. And that's just only a couple uh, real close to where we're mm. at. So I'll, I'll look at yeah. it. I'll start reading with verse 35. Then Jesus went above 
about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the king, kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. I love that verse. Ooh. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and Ooh. scattered like sheep having no shepherd. So we'll just stop it right there. They had they were like sheep having no shepherd. And so he he's understanding that. And then John, so... Then there's in John chapter 10 and verse 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. So he, he notices, he, he notes that even the compassion he operates out of is a shepherding compassion. He says he is the good shepherd. In Matthew 7 and verse 15, he talks about false prophets and he says, beware of them. You know, they wear sheep's clothing, um, but beside, but inside the ravening wolves is Matthew uh, 7 15. I think I didn't give you all that scripture, but that's okay. It's real quick. People know it. So there's this conversation he's having throughout about um, wolves, about sheep, about shepherds. And, and now he says, I send you out a sheep among wolves. And, and then there's the part two, he says of it, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So that's still part of uh, Matthew 10, 16. You can put that up one more time if you have it right there. I send you out as sheep among wolves. Be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. <clears throat> That's if they find it soon enough. That's okay if not. So uh, it's a, a weird um, praising of serpents. There you go. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Just keep that up. For a moment so that point of reference can be there uh, for everyone until i until i tell another scripture there therefore be wise as serpents and harmless wise as serpents why are serpents being uh praised and we know the original serpent is the one from the garden we know that uh even in uh, apostle paul in second corinthians 11 3 talked about how the serpent deceived eve um revelation 12 9 again don't worry uh i didn't tell you all to put this up because it's just in case somebody else um, gets it, Revelation 12, 9, um, if they want to look at it later. That serpent of old called the devil. And so he's called the serpent of old. We understand there's this connection between, you know, serpents, they have the forked tongue and the devil, devil and Satan, you know, one name means slander, one accusation. And there's this whole forked tongue speaking out of both sides of your mouth, as it were, and, and, and the way he uh, deceived Eve as well. And, and then the other, um, so we have the sheep, the wolves, the shepherd, the serpents, and then the dove. So these are the, these are the characters. They're not really the characters, but the words we want to look into when we want to extract the message that God has for us, the empowering he has for us at this time. And he says, be harmless as doves. Now, we know the dove, uh, or many of you know, that's uh, something that's associated with the Holy Spirit. We understand in Matthew 3, 16, when Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, it says the Holy Spirit came descending like a dove um, over him. So if we said that scripture a different way, rather than be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, we could we could look read it as be wise as the devil, but harmless as the Holy Spirit. Be wise as the devil and harmless as the Holy Spirit, because he was the original serpent. And but then we look at if we look at the word um, uh, harmless and and to shorten the conversation on there, for instance, in Spanish, the word where it says harmless as doves, it's sencillos como paloma. 
So simple. Um, and so it, it's it's about being innocent, about being unmixed. If, if you you know, to give you the actual Greek word, which I don't know how you pronounce it, but akereios, A-K-E-R-A-I-O-S means innocent, simple, unmixed. And so he's he's giving them important uh, messaging. And the reason this is so important for uh, for us now is because this is where we're at as well. We're recognizing a very dangerous world with many uh, attempts being made against us, our freedom, our lives, the people of the world. And so there is a the Lord telling us simultaneously how we progress and acknowledging to us that he is sending us into that type of uh, environment. So let's get back to that first line. He said, behold, I send you out. So behold, it's not just, you know, it means look. Right? And so there's a pausing, behold, look, just understand this. I send you out. And so that's that's really the key phrase uh, for us. Well, there's so many key phrases, but this is a key phrase for us. I send you out. So he's like, okay, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. And yeah, just keep the ver- the verse up there because this is this is this is how it uh, it's going to register the best with everyone. Um, that word I send you out. If you get the Greek word for it, if you look it up in the in the in the original Greek, is the word apostelo, apostelio, apostolio, um, and apostelo, where it says I send you out as sheep. It's I apostle you as sheep in the midst of wolves. So. If, if for those who didn't know it, the word apostle did um, when Jesus first started using it was not a word used in church circles at all. It was a military term, and it specifically had to do with the Roman generals who were called to go into a new territory that was taken and bring um, the culture of Rome to a place. And so the apostolio would be the one sent, but he's sent to bring the culture of Rome to a place because they were finding out that there would be rebellion shortly if they didn't eliminate their holidays, their music, their the things that had to do with culture of the place. And so they had to bring in Rome culture. So again, for us, behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. I apostle you as mm-hmm. sheep. Just like, I understand it's the midst of wolves. You've got the, 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 you know, the Bill Gates and you got the Soros and you got the Fauci's and you got the uh, helmet. What's his name? Um, the World Economic Forum. You have these dangerous people and their organizations or structures they are wolves. They're trying to kill you. But but here's why you can be secure, because there's ways to read that verse. I send you out a sheep in the midst of wolves or I send you out a sheep like. Neither one maybe is is so uh, empowering and so, uh, you know, energizing to what are. Can, can I ask you a quick question on that? Is there anything wrong with people? Let's say you start your day and say, Lord, keep the wolves away, keep them far away, let them have not even know what we're doing. Is Are we are we OK to pray against wolves? For sure. OK, for sure. But here's the focus is I send you out. And this is yeah. what he's telling us today. Like the pain is for the awakening. We're called to awaken. And here's the deal. I send you out. So that word out, the word ekklesia, the Greek word, which is the word church, ek, that the ek, the first P-E-K part is mm. out. Like we're called out. Out of what? Well, out of the four walls of the church, out of your comfort zone, 
out of your survival zone. Now hear that. Some of you need to hear that because there is out of the four walls of the church, we're comfortable showing up on Sundays and doing whatever we have to do, our normal ritual. And that like, I did my, I did my spiritual duty for the Ooh. week. Or there's like, uh, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not prepared, prepared to leave my comfort zone. So th- what he so- told his disciples then, he's telling us today. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. I send you out. I'm sending you. I know they're wolves, but I'm apostling you. I'm because that's the actual Greek word, apostelo. I'm going to keep repeating these things because when he, the apostleship um, has to do, there's being apostolic more than the title can, of apostle. Can I throw in one thing? I can hear people say, some people say, look, Johnny, I didn't hear what you're saying, but God said, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Are you telling us we're not supposed to be continuing to fellowship with our 200 people, 300? No, you know? no but they're totally tied in. But what you're, the instruction you're supposed to be getting when you're not forsaking the assembling, you're supposed to be getting this instruction. It's not supposed to be you checked it off. This is where you get instruction and you get equipped. This is our seven mountain mandate. This is what we're uh, we're doing all over the place. We'll yeah. just say uh, the seven mountain mandate is where you begin to understand that you are to come together. It's important. Don't forsake the assembling of yourself. You're to be like the central volcano where you pick up on the fire, on the uh, on the um, the empowering of the Holy Spirit for what your assignment is. But then you connect to the assignment and the assignment is the uh, invasion. Um, it's, you know, whatever word we want to use, infiltration, people may not like that word, but invasion, infiltration, the seven mountains, media, economy, government, education, family, arts, entertainment, as well as mount, mountain of religion. We show up according to how we're wired and how he's called us. And we recognize that as our mission field. Think of us as the lava rocks that come out of the volcano. Yeah, we don't forsake dissembling yourself together. That's where you're supposed to get that. And, and, and that's not happening, you know, probably in 90 percentile uh, church settings. It's not happening. There is being preparation for something else. There is being hmm. preparation to escape the planet, uh, to do anything but what he just said is like, I'm sending you into the midst of danger. I just want this message needs to get into us. But I am sending you mm-hmm. and I, I, I send you uh, as sheep in the midst of wolves. And so w- we want to get fully, fully ab- uh, uh, absorbed into what that's saying. Let me look at my notes because sometimes I'll say something there. I just like repeat it. So I send you out means it's a mission. So he's given us all a mission. And, and waiting for the rapture, waiting for Jesus' return, crying for Jesus to return, mm. that does not constitute a sin. That is not an assignment. That is not a mission. It's an apostolic. That's why I apostle you. I apostelo. I send you. Apostolic has to do with advancing the kingdom of God uh, on earth. And so he, I send you out back to, again, we're hitting things and, and saying them fast, but then trying to repeat them so they really stick with us. I send you out, out of where? Out of your comfort zone into his comfort zone. Now, pause and think of that for a moment because the Holy Spirit is the comforter. And so, 
Acts 2, he said, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses. That's good. You will take who I am going out. So you get out of your comfort zone, you get into his comfort zone. And the easiest thing I can just tell you from talking with people, talking with Christians, from hearing with Christians, we're like, this is not a safe time to be out doing things. This is a time we pull in, we pull back, we, you know, we secure what we have. I'm just telling you, it was way more dangerous in their day, as as I've shared before, for the apostles, these 12 apostles that he's specifically initially sending out, they were under triple tyranny. They were under the tyranny of the Romans, and there was Herod under them, and the religious leaders under them, and you could fall out of grace with any one of them and be um, executed. You could be sent to the cross. You could be crucified. You're, you're being taxed by all three. They had no uh, 2A. They didn't have Second Amendment rights. They didn't have the Constitution. They didn't have the Bill of Rights. And he said, I send you out. And, and so we're going to go to a point um, uh, with this because, uh, uh, um, well, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say it um, now, because even if I have to repeat it later, because the end, this will all end because he starts and he sends 12, then he sends 70, and then mm. there's 120 waiting. And then Peter speaks to 3000. And we're saying just a handful of years, maybe a five years from when Jesus makes this statement, maybe less. It, we, it ends with Acts 7, 6, 17, 6. And I forgot to tell you all that. But um, um, with the scriptures, Acts 17, 6, it said, there was a complaint to the government about these that were empowered. It wasn't even mentioning specifically the 12 apostles. It's just this had this, this had this so, had so uh, gone viral, we'll say. Hmm. These are those that have turned the whole world upside down. But they did not find him. They dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, these who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Keep that up just just for a, just for a moment. Was that, wanna... that was that in Jerusalem right there? <clears throat> yes. Okay. I believe it was anyway. Yeah. And, and there could be. Um, I, but I'm anyway, not... they, their their perspective is the, not just in that local area or in Israel. The whole world had been turned upside down in these short what year or two month? Or, I don't know how many months. No, I, I'm saying it could have been up to uh, a maximum of five years. If okay. Jesus gave that instruction at the beginning of his ministry, Gee. and if this is so, we're saying in the midst of the most dangerous scenario, like yeah. we consider it dangerous now. This is again, this is for us, ap- applicable to us right now. What we're going through, that Jesus came and he says, "I'm sending you," and I know it's like wolves out there, and you're like sheep, defenseless. You don't. Let's get the sheep thing again. You don't have your second two A amendments. You don't have the right to bear arms. Oh, okay. You don't have. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, now you're fixing the metal in our. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time, but I mean, uh oh, yeah, that's. Wait, a, oh no, but don't don't get it. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm just saying it was way worse. Yeah, that's. Just, I mean, your point was very clear, Johnny. I'm just giving you a hard time, but I mean. Uh, yeah, you know, we've got quite a few, we have quite a few rights left, you know, that they didn't have ever. So we're just saying the most defenseless group imaginable with no uh, scriptures and with no New Testament scriptures to read, empowered by the Holy Spirit, because they're sent by him. I send you out like this. You just have to understand he's, 
it, it is a God thing to send us into the midst of danger and into the in, in the midst of like, I don't need to be doing this. Now, uh, I got to hit the, a couple scriptures with it, but I'm just going to give application like for me right now. Steve yeah. knows, I've told him one of the reasons we're shortening what we're, we're doing is I'm on my way. Um, Elizabeth and I are going to D.C. We have a whole group that has come from 20 something nations under this organization that we have. We're training again. We're we're training for um, um, bringing the kingdom of heaven into the mountain of government specifically. Well, for me, like this scripture was originally to me, the Lord, because I I needed to be fortified in this Mm. because I'm like, why am I going to D.C.? Like for those who understand D.C., D.C. is not even Washington District, Columbia, is an independent. Um, it, it's not part of the United States. It's a country. It's its, its own country. Corporation. Yeah, it's its own corporate um, I, uh, geographical space. And and there seems, it seems to be a long shot that it's even going to uh, remain in the capacity. I don't know how they would redeem that situation because it was totally created in order to allow for these three cities to rule the whole world, the Vatican, Vatican City, London City, and Washington, D.C. City. This is a corporation that has run the world, and this is what's going on right now, is a war between the corporation and those, particularly United States, intent on bringing the republic back. And uh, we heard a lot from uh, Jan... um, Dr. Jan uh, Halper, Halper, Halper Hayes. Halper Hayes. Yeah. And and that's from a a couple of weeks ago or last week. And I recommend people hearing on that. So this, so to go into DC and then you, it's like DC could be um, direct object of a whole lot of danger at any moment. And so, but yet um, there is this, it's like, there's been a table prepared before us in the presence of our enemies. (laughs) right there and i was sharing some with steve we may bring some pictures and videos next next week or whatever that'd be great but the things the lord is and these are these this is this is uh, this is going to be the leadership of most many of the nations of central and south america uh you know it may take 10 20 years this is part of the new thinking when you think as a reformer i've told steve i was like the Lord gave me a prophetic word for them there was about um uh, 180 of them that i uh, was speaking to um um about a year ago, and I said, within 20 years, you will be ruling and reigning in Central and South America. You will have, as, as you as you participate in in um, and with what God is offering before you, as you recognize it as ministry, as you recognize it as a kingdom of objective. Well, here's the deal. So that's requiring um, 20 years of patience in that kind of way. So we're doing training now. I'm just going to say something like. What, what we're just doing in D.C., we've had to give um, our organ, Restore 7 for everything that's taking place. We have the top of the line trainers, people that have been in government have, at the presidential level. This this event and things around it, $65,000. And, and so the old mindset in the body of Christ is, you know, there's ROI, return on, uh, on investment. And so we want to hear about how many people got saved, how many people got baptized. Yeah, that's what we're telling. That's how we're supposed to measure. Back then, you're saying this event, just one. Uh, is, how long is the event? A week, two weeks, or it's been it's been about a two week event. And it's a sixty five thousand dollar bill, nut to crack, as they say. You know, so 
But that's what money well spent, isn't it? it because it, it is establishing them as part of their formation for being, you are the light of the world, for being light in government. So this is just kind of a word out there to funders, millionaires, billionaires, those of you who already are very generous with kingdom, um, uh, kingdom matters, you're used to thinking through an old ROI. Not to stop that. I'm still going to be part of, uh, in a, we'll tell about that. Uh, next week, I'll be in Peru, South America, and I'll be a part of a great experiment. We're going to do, um, we're going to do an outdoor event, which kind of was like, um, the draw will be like the Bethel Hillsong of South America. And then we're, we're going to have a, um, there's going to be, you know, typical conversion, come to Jesus. Then I'm going to do a seven mountain thing. It's like, okay, why did you come to Jesus? You didn't just come in order to get your, your pass for one day when you die. This is like, you, you are needed now to show up according to how you're wired, yeah. and how he made you. You're, you're, you're needed to show up in these seven mountains of society. But that's a new way of thinking. You think this is an obvious thing, but it costs money. It costs money and you have to be able, fortunately, we wouldn't be able to do this if the Lord wasn't uh, um, uh, blessing us through so many generosity, uh, the generosity of so many of our listeners right now, Steve, and what yeah. they sow into, what they give into, um, that that allows us to do things like like that. Very and, good. So, our, and our viewers are very, very <laughs> generous. And, you know, they don't, our viewers don't know, but we just sowed into another thing in South America. I don't even remember what it was called, but Johnny, you brought it to my attention. Our viewers help uh, promote this, um, put this, Conference we'll together tell, where, yeah, you can talk about that at some other time. We'll tell whatever. more about that as well, but it's good for people. We want to, you know, uh, bring to, to mind the new paradigm of thinking. It's not that we stop doing the other. We want to keep, um, we want to keep harvesting souls and have them come to the Lord. But the reason you harvest souls and you have them come into the kingdom is so that they will be the light. Yeah. Jesus, that's what he told his first congregation, his first crowd. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. And he said, the light must be on a candlestick, seven types of light, and you must provide enough light for a whole city, for a whole nation. So we, we have to begin to process how do we uh, um, how do we make adjustments even in our giving and our generosity so that we make sure, and there's not that many of them right now, there's not that many kingdom organizations who understand kingdom beyond salvation in yeah. crusades and even healing in crusades. Again, that's good. That's good. We don't want to stop that. It's add to it. And yeah. so we want to, uh, uh, um, and, and part of it is just for a word for evangelists out there. Uh, it's not just to get somebody to raise their hand, come to Jesus. Yes, we cry, weep with them, but you must immediately begin to instruct them, um, must begin to instruct them on how they have an assignment now, not just to find more souls, but to be those who will resist darkness in every area of society. Because that's why we're under the assault that we're in. The pain is for the awakening. Why it's so dangerous out there is because we haven't shown up where we're supposed to for forever. Because we've been operating to a different narrative. We've been operating to a narrative. Jesus is coming soon. So just get some more souls right now. And then we wonder why government's trying to kill us. Media's trying to kill us. Education's trying to kill us. Hollywood's trying to kill us in some way or another. Kill our spirit or physically yeah. kill us. And so this is how we arise and, and, and shine. Okay. So, all right, let me um, uh, finish up on, on, on this. So he says, I send you out. I apostello, I apostle you. Um, 
And so it's not your excellence for those out there. But who am I? My age, my, you know, I'm female, I'm old, I'm poor, I'm whatever. Your excellence, your qualifications don't protect you from wolves, uh, nor empower you to be as doves. So I send you out as doves. And so that thing is doves is about being harmless, but it's also about being empowered by the supernatural realm, by the Holy Spirit. So he's the one that can do that. And and there's just so many stories. And at some point we should do a whole program on just the most unlikely individuals. Totally. Yeah. That'd be a great, if you had, if we had video clips or just the stories, that would be very motivational. Cause you know, I'm 68 and uh, I I had my 50th year reunion. I'll just take a second on this. And they started saying, so Steve, you, you must be getting ready to retire. We're all getting ready to retire. And I said, um, no, no. Refire. Then, but you could tell they all wanted to hear yes so that they would feel <laughs> they wanted to retire. So anyway, we're not supposed to be thinking retirement, if, you know, unless I'm really sick and can't do anything. That's my now someone could be done with their job that they did for 20 years, 30 years. But anyway, go ahead. I don't want to. Interrupt <laughs> no, you. You just re- so, OK, we want to hit now. I send you out as serpents, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So let's get it straight. The narrative. I, the good shepherd, sends us on assignment. We're on assignment. He sends us out, out of our comfort zone, out of our safety zone. Uh, you know, so that that's 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 good. So what's the wisdom of serpents? Um, well, serpents are known. They have a sharpness of vision. Um, they don't over-announce themselves. They blend in. They have a low profile. They're aware of surroundings. They ask questions. We'll pick up now a couple things. Because he said, be wise as serpents, even though we've heard serpents, we already, the scriptures we were sharing is Lucifer, the serpent of old, who deceived Eve. So these are things that Lucifer did. He he blended in. He didn't mm. overannounce himself. And I say, ask questions. Mm. Again, this is now strategy for us. Notice, how did Lucifer begin? How did the serpent begin? Uh, you know, he, he didn't walk up to Eve. And he said, look at this shiny red fruit right here. Doesn't this look delicious? No, that's that's not subtle enough. He he just he's in her path where she's going to be, where he knows that she's going to come by. Uh, and then he just asks question, has God said? And so we we flip that script. There is this is this is there's practical instruction. Even how we begin to be salt and light in society is not just over you know, turn or burn a big sign. I'm sorry. That's not it. And so there, there is, there is, there's truth to be learned. Uh, um, so he presented the truth as a fruit to be picked, hmm. but he had to pick the fruit. And so there's leaving enough for the other side to do in it. And again, we're, we're flipping uh, the application to Lucifer, but he said, be wise as serpent. So I'm saying, okay, be wise as Lucifer in some ways. What did Lucifer do? Well, he just, he didn't go, he didn't go look her up. He noted where she walked, where she was passing by often, the tree, and he positioned himself there and he began a dialogue questioning and he points out something she was going to have to do something. I'm just saying there's a lot of wisdom for how to advance the kingdom of God, how to advance the good news for us. And he started asking the questions uh, such as, hath God said? So um then he said, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. The other thing about doves is they're full of peace. They're known for being, it's a symbol of peace. They're full of presence. 
They're void of antagonism. It works together in this thing. So we, we, we want to, you know, we think when the environment is really <clears throat> uh, aggressive and mean and wolvy, that we have to come and counter wolvy. Um, and, mm. and no, you know, it doesn't mean we're afraid to stand up. It doesn't mean when, when the time, uh, depending on the situation where we can be firm and say no, um, but there is the way the kingdom advances is so much established in this one verse. Um, I send you out as sheep among wolves, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And as we're getting into closing here, just another way of saying, again, for personal application right now, he's empowering us. The king of glory is coming in. He's mighty in battle. He's confirmed that there's been a ruling. The court has seated. There's a ruling on behalf of the saints. So the ruling is on behalf of the saints, not for you to be passive, but for you to come out of your comfort zone, for you to progress with his goodness, his peace, his presence. And so here's what he's saying to say it in another another way. You can't control all risk factors. Um, eh, go anyway. Don't wait for a better day. Don't wait for a safer day. Don't wait for a better moment. Um, environment and situations are risky. I'm going to give more applications in just a second. He's saying to us, I send you out underprotected for where you're going and what you're doing. I'm sending you underprotected. It's less protected. Um, um, and, and But what he reminded them, not in this conversation, but at a John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. So. If he sends you out among wolves and he's the good shepherd, stay in the range of the shepherd. Stay in the eye range, in the hearing range of the good shepherd, where he can view you and hear you because the wolves know that too. Mm. And the wolves good. know that there is a shepherd's staff that can do them in. And, and so uh, just, just be aware of that. So application application, next level application for us. <clears throat> uh, don't take off. Don't go off the grid because it's dangerous. Okay. That's a trend. That's a trend right now. But like I say, everybody it's out there. It's getting too dangerous. AI government, you need to go find your, 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 your skate place that you can get away from it all. Uh, and I'm just going to say something. What's the point of What's the point of survival if there's no mission? What's the point of just surviving? Why just get off the grid? Really, you just want to have 10, 20, 30 more years of nothingness with nothing changing, and you didn't advance the kingdom in your day, and nothing safer for your kids or your grandkids, but you saved your, you saved your neck? Is that really, is, is that something that really appeals to the core of you? Can you not see that that's some level of cowardice? Uh, even if you got your weapons and you know how to shoot them, it's still. I mean, and it's interesting the term you just used about being off the grid, because, you know, we all know somebody that's trying to live off the grid and they think, oh, that's kind of heroic and they can do this. They can provide themselves and they got no responsibility for anybody else. And they go, oh, that kind of sounds a little more selfish now that I'm thinking about it. You don't have any responsibility for anyone else now. Yikes. So. You may the application can be your your processing. Should you have kids? And you're like, it's too scary to have children. I've been hearing this. It's too risky. We wow. can't bring children in this environment. 
Here's what he's saying. I send you out as sheep among wolves. Have them anyway. Have your kids anyway. That's good. Uh, And that's, you know, and you go, well, the kids, you know, might not turn out. They might not turn it now with so much woke stuff going on. There's another uh, danger, you know. Yeah, kids might not turn out the way you want them. Have them anyway. You know, a few of God's kids didn't turn out so good. Hitler, uh, uh, um, you know, such like that. Stalin, Lenin. And, and Fauci, <laughs> his kids didn't turn out so good. He's still having kids. And so he's like, have them anyway. So that's the application of, I send you out as sheep among wolves, but I'm sending you advance it anyway. And the, what will be said of us, these are those that have turned the world upside down because that's how he does this thing. Okay, so another, you're like, it's too risky of an economic environment to be generous. I need to pull back. I need to, I, you know, this is a time to build up, to dam my resources. I can't just be a channel anymore. I got to dam up the resources. And um, I can't, uh, you know, I can't invest. Um, and here's what he's saying. Do it anyway. Yes. You're like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm not saying don't ask and inquire how to do it, but don't let the, like, this is too risky. The, the thing of this is too risky, we got to throw that out. Because he's saying, do it anyway, go anyway, plant anyway, give anyway, have kids anyway. Uh, too risky to travel on a mission trip. You know, they might try this and this might happen. Uh, he says, I send you, go anyway. Uh, and, you, you know, I might, you might get diarrhea, go anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and so that's the, it's the apostle's call. That could be another name for this. The apostles call. The apostles call is do it anyway. I send you out. I apostle you. And he was talking to all his followers at this point. Well, you know, I and imagine they just got to make this one point. Imagine if God and Gabriel and Jesus all talked before time began and said, if you have Adam and Eve, they may rebel. And then they look at each other and say, let's do it anyway. Yeah. Right. It's like, t- let him be the first example. And that, that was minor compared to. Well, the 99.99% of them are going to totally turn on you. And, and there's just Noah. And it's like, do it anyway. Yeah. This, he's not telling us anything that he didn't do. Right. Like literally the God of the universe allows himself to be born in a stable yeah. and to be put into the most dangerous environment imaginable. Do it any, do it anyway. <laughs> so here's three outcomes. This is, I have finished with this. Three outcomes are possible. If you follow again, I send you out a sheep among wolves. Go anyway. And yeah, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. There's some, you know, there's there's some, we already went went through those. But here's the three outcomes that are possible. And they're all three wins. There's a win, win, win. Win number one is Psalm 91, one. You know, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Like he protects you. And so we find that for the disciples, they had supernatural protection until it was time not to be supernatural uh, protected. Jesus could not be touched until he was 33 and it was Passover. They, you know, they, they wanted to kill him. They sought to kill him. It tells you they wanted to kill him. They could not. He's untouchable until there is the release uh, for that. Paul could not be killed. They thought he was dead a couple times. He's stoned and whipped. He tells his own stories until he finished his race. Can't do any. They can't do it. John, John. the apostle. Uh, he was 
uh, you know, they failed boiling him in oil. We understand that from extra biblical information as well. So they finally is like, man, just don't try to kill him. Just put him on the Isle of Patmos. And so when number one, you get supernaturally protected and those who've been on ministry trips and assignments and anything like that, you know, you run across that. When number two, second Timothy two twelve says, if you suffer with me, you will reign with me. Okay. There's persecutions rewards. There are times you do suffer. Mm. And it's whatever, whether it's the, uh, you know, whether it's the diarrhea or a whipping mm. or a jailing, there are, there are sufferings from obeying. So it doesn't mean when you obey that you don't, but here's the thing, you get rewarded for it. So it's win number two. So you have win one, number one is you are absolutely untouchable. You're protected as long as he uh, chooses that as, as the, as the route. Number two, if you suffer, uh, and often that's with parameters, he, he allows it to a certain extent, you're getting rewarded. You'll see the results of that in the afterlife. And then number three, um, you know, Acts 2, as the scripture I told you before, he says you will receive power. Acts 1.8, I think, is where he says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be witnesses to me. And it's the whole wor- to the whole world. And that word witnesses, the Greek word there is marturios, where you get the word martyr. And you will receive the Holy Spirit and you will be fearless because you will know that either you can't be touched or it's a limited touching so you can get more rewards. Or if it's your time to go, you're going to get the martyr's crown, which is the best uh, reward imaginable mm. in the hereafter. So, uh, you know, there's a win, win, win. If you follow the instruction that came from the scripture, I send you out into a dangerous world, go anyway. And and we want to remember in that, the, the talents, the, the parable of the talents, they had the one that, you know, there's the one that had five and the two and, and they were stewards with it. The one that had the one, what did he do? That made him get the rebuke, you worthless, lazy, worthless serpent, ser- serpent, servant. He buried the talent. So we don't want to be guilty of burying a talent when our, even when our flesh, like again, the application for me, I was like going to DC now, I'm going to go to South America right in the midst when they're trying to bring a, a whole new thing around the world. It's like, eh, hmm. it's, go anyway. <laughs> it's, I go anyway. And so that's the message. He has empowered us for, for that. And whoever needed that in order for you to be set free of fear, intimidation, of being frozen in your tracks of doing nothing because you're like, no, I need to wait for a better time. If the Lord says, wait for a better time, fine. But meanwhile, we just march, march hmm. forward. There's just so much God is doing around the, around the planet. I have another friend, you know, he's just filling stadiums in Nicaragua. And they just had two nights ago, 50 something thousand um, um, there. And it just like, it defies all logic, how the Lord set this up. And if he was thinking in how to save, uh, you know, how to save his neck and how to do the same thing, he'd have never done it. And so the Lord is, is literally preparing tables before wow. us in the presence of our enemies. And we want to knock back down so that's good. it Steve. so good now, i know you had to leave about quarter after so you want to go ahead and pray for the people yeah. as we in this closing minute here lord we just thank you for yeah. uh how you're encouraging us we thank you for the example that you gave us yourself thank you lord how you're setting your sons and daughters free at this time to be able to step into this new freedom lord of this yeah. new day the king of glory is coming in you're with us you're mighty in battle you fight with us you fight for us and 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 you you uh, most definitely want us carrying your presence, your peace, your passion, your power, 
and and you want us to go fearlessly uh, anywhere, anywhere that you would lead us right now, any any kind of um, investment, any kind of advancing of family, any kind of thing that uh, is thinking in a forward way and connecting to your kingdom, what your kingdom wants to do on planet Earth. We thank you. You're encouraging that even right now. Let your power and presence be released on those listening right now, Lord. Let them physically feel yeah. you come into them with new encouragement, with new might, new strength, the spirit of might, the spirit of strength. Mm-hmm. Come into sons and daughters of the king at this time. Thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Johnny, thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and let you go here in just a second. Quick reminder, Barry Wunsch will be with us in the morning. And don't forget to get those T-shirts and hats. I think they're going to run that clip on the way out. So we'll see you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Elijah Streams is excited to announce the launch of our new Don't Comply With The Lie hats and T-shirts. These are in a new custom design you won't see anywhere else. Take a stand to defend your rights. Wear it loud and proud. Now in stock on our online store at ElijahShopper.com. That's ElijahShopper.com. Get yours today. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.